0: Years ago, the city was pretty much rocked with what happened at Pulse Nightclub. So, but uh, what you, we were talking about before we came on was uh, Justina was talking about how Orlando City and the Orlando Pride actually teamed up to honor uh, what happened at Pulse Nightclub just about a couple years ago. Tell us how that happened.
1: Yeah, so Orlando City Soccer Club and Orlando Pride were very moved by the situation that happened with Pulse and. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have seen the dedicated 49 seats that they have with inside their stadium. And today they opened up their stadium to fans from 11 to 1 and then again from 4 to 6, allowing fans to take that time to go and have their own moment and their own tribute to those that we are not here with us today due to that tragedy. And uh, they will be honoring those, those victims again this Saturday during their Pride night game uh, at the stadium when Orlando Pride take on Sky Blue FC.
0: Demolish Sky Blue. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> yeah. but talk about the 49 seats that they, they did in honor of uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting.
1: They're beautiful. It's it's great to see. So inside of a stadium where you have to imagine all the seats are purple, mm-hmm. and then you have these rainbow seats that are lined up in one section Aww. all together as a tribute to them. And it's it's just breathtaking to see. It was kind of something that, that the club wanted to do in order to honor it. Um, I was actually at the game which was the first professional game of any kind um, after the actual tragedy. And they had balloons set up in one section over seats, 49 balloons. And it kind of was an inspiration to see that they were going to then take this into the new stadium and have them always there with them. Uh, I was actually looking back at a video the other day, getting ready for the anniversary, and... I couldn't watch it without tears coming to my eyes because I remember being at the actual game and everyone had come together to every section was a different color and you had a rainbow around the entire Camping World Stadium Mm. and I was there with my husband and my two kids and we had made um, rainbow ribbons for people and we were just handing them out as we were walking into the stadium so everyone was wearing a ribbon and everyone was there in their colors and it was very unifying it was Somber and uplifting at the same time—it was a very strange mix of emotions. It's time for our pre-game show with Aaron and Jake. Stay tuned because
2: we have a message from our special guest, Justina Pratt from QueenCast. At
1: 9:15 p.m., tune into 102.5 WFLA News Radio, and I'm going to be hanging out with Aaron and Jake, talking a little bit of Orlando Pride soccer. He-
0: On free hand. Now we're going to the fourth quarter with Jake and Erin. Let's go,
2: guys. Woo! I mean, I don't want to be biased, but it is my favorite part of the show.
0: Agreed. <laughs> and
2: I'm so happy to have Justina Pratt here, and it's just so
1: awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me, guys. It's kind of odd for me. I'm not used to being in the hot seat. I'm mm-hmm. used to the one, you know, giving the questions, not fielding them. So it's kind
2: of nice, isn't it? It's a little change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. You can put it on your resume, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So first question is, I kind of want to know, especially for our audience, a lot of people don't know Queen Cass. I know I didn't know Queen Cass until my mom actually handed me a magazine and was like, hey, there's a, I know you love Orlando Pride. There's an awesome article about a podcast in here. And I was like, what? And so just tell me a little bit more about Queen Cass. So,
1: Queenscast came about. We actually like decided to do this podcast before the first preseason practice for Orlando Pride came about. So, we were literally trying to create a podcast with zero content whatsoever, um, but we managed to do it. Uh, we ended up trying to grow our actual, you know, our, our our audience by kind of growing them up a little bit. You know, soccer's new still to Orlando in comparison to most other places, so. We felt like we were kind of teaching and growing with our actual listeners, which was awesome. And then we've now just done our 100th episode. I know, congratulations. Thank you very much. Woo-hoo. That's huge.
2: I know you said now you feel like it's another milestone. It's like official. You've taken the baby steps and now you're moving forward.
1: Absolutely. And we're continuing to grow and we're listening to our to the people who listen to the show and who follow along with us and we've grown, you know, now we don't just cover Orlando Pride. We also cover the entire league with the NWSL as well as local uh, women's collegiate soccer with U- with uh, UCF and mm-hmm. Rollins. And then now we're also branching out into co-ed youth to try to help teach parents how to behave nicely on the sidelines.
2: Yeah, the website actually is really nice. I love it because you don't realize how much you guys are actually covering And I like the articles, too. I think the articles on there are great. So for any type of fan that just wants to read something real quick or take a listen, and you guys are on every platform possible, so it's easy access. I mean, totally.
0: Speaking about easy access, uh, let's talk about some of the stars of the team, of course, here. What was going through your mind, though, when you found out Alex Morgan became part of the Orlando Pride?
1: So excited. I mean, absolutely. We have a star-studded lineup, and to have Alex, you knew automatically you were going to have a great draw of fans. Um, And then they just continued to add bigger and better names. And then season two, adding in Marta. I mean, I remember literally taping a show and flying down I-4 and then 528 to get to the airport to watch her arrive. I mean, it's one of those moments where, you know, history is being made right here in our own city. Right.
2: I mean, it's incredible. And and one thing, too, I don't know if you saw Kristen Edmonds' interview, they posted it today, where she was talking about the quality of players. When they're away, it doesn't matter. Pride are still doing an excellent job and maintaining their third place. I mean, to me, I can't wait for the game Saturday. Um, I know she talked that maybe, you know, just because the team is in ninth place, Sky Blue, it doesn't mean an automatic win. And they kind of have a goal to get three goals a game. And that's great. I hope that we cream them. And we actually set the record. Sorry. We set the record (laughs) with them for five goals, which is the most scored in one game. Let's make it six. I mean, why not? Let's do it for Pulse.
0: (laughs) And it's also with this, uh, you know, you got that great uh, goalie in Ashleen Harris, uh, 31 saves, fifth in the NWSL. What impact does Harris bring uh, to the game against Sky Blue on Saturday?
1: Harris is fierce. First of all, she is fierce before she ever steps, steps foot onto that pitch. Mm-hmm. And you know, with, you know, with her being captain of the team, she leads from the moment that she enters the stadium. When you see her arriving for the game, she is ready well before she's ever dressed. And I think it's one of those things where you can never underestimate any team inside the NWSL because on any given day, like Kristen said, mm-hmm. any team can win. However, we have so much depth, and one of the players that I'm excited about is Camilla has been out. Yes, since I'm so last glad year. you mentioned that. <laughs> yes, she's <laughs> coming back. She was one of my favorite players to watch last year. She's so much fun. She's so versatile in so many different places. And I know she's not going to start, but I really hope she gets some minutes.
2: Yes, me too. Me too. I'm excited. I know last, last season she did a great job. She got like two goals a week, you know, and I I hope they give her some time. But at the same time, part of me wants to be selfish and say, Why even play her?
1: No, I want to see your play. You want to see your play? So much fun. Okay, to watch.
0: okay. Okay. So let's talk about Okay, so let's talk about selfishness for a minute here because this is going to be big. ESPN News is going to carry 6 NWSL games. 3 of them are going to be with the Orlando Pride. First off, they'll start at Washington Spirit, then the Spirit's going to come to Orlando, and then Utah. Which of the 3 do you think is going to really help the product of the Orlando Pride?
1: Here's the thing with these ESPN News games. Okay. They're all going to help, and I'm going to tell you why. It's oh. not just because it's going from Lifetime Game of the Week over to mm-hmm. ESPN News. It's because because of this actual network change. It's going to go from 3.30 in the afternoon to 7 or 7.30 in the evening, mm-hmm. which is going to be great, not just for the players and their safety with the heat exhaustion, but also for attendance and people watching and numbers. This is such a great opportunity for us to increase our attendance numbers that we've been struggling with all season.
2: Right. And I mean, speaking of attendance, I was going to say the lowest game that set the record was around 3,000 for Courage, which to me, I mean, that that should have that's been the game most that's, that's attended. That's the best
0: team in the NWSL NW- yeah. and can't get it. I mean, so. I mean,
2: I was at that game and I'm going to tell you, you can notice the difference between 5,000 people who are normally in attendance. to 3,000 is huge. And then when you compare that to the men's at 25,000, So, I mean, let's get your take on that. What do you see the difference between Orlando Pride and the Orlando Lions attendance? You know,
1: it's funny because we always say there's always a reason to not attend a Pride game. So, for instance, that particular game with the Courage was a Wednesday night, and it was the Wednesday before Memorial Day weekend. So, most people were taking a long weekend. They couldn't get off on a Wednesday. But here's my whole thing. It doesn't matter, people. If the men were playing, you would be out there. And all you need to do is go out to a match, and you will be hooked. The gameplay that these women play is outstanding. It's intense. It, I I was on the edge of my
2: seat the whole game, to tell you the truth. And, and I wasn't in the supporter section and I was jumping up and I'm very tall. So I'm sure the people behind me were mad, but I really didn't care. I suggest
1: <laughs> some promotions with the Brazilian community here because... We can bring people to the games. Absolutely. You know that. (laughs) Absolutely. I would love to see them do some sort of student specials for UCF, for Rollins College. Mm -hmm. Full sale. Absolutely. Get the college kids out there. Get them out there. They are ready to go out and have a good time. They want to go watch a match. And
2: and Pride is the perfect platform to that, you know, not to downplay it, but tickets are typically cheaper for the Pride games. Then, especially if you wait till last minute, Orlando City Soccer, you can't get a ticket last minute. If you are, you're paying a lot of money.
0: Um and with that, so we talk about international here for a moment. Uh so you know that the ladies had the friendlies. Uh it's coming up next year, the Women's World Cup. I'm actually more excited for this. I mean, we got Alex Morgan and we got Ashleen Harris on the team here. How excited are you already for this? That even if it's a year away that we are already get this excitement with the friendlies?
1: Uh, this has been something that I have been waiting for. I mean, the countdown really has been three and a half years in the making at this point. So we are ready to go back in and take another title home <laughs> for the USA. I, I came and tell you. So we've got even more friendlies coming up. So we had the we we, we had the ladies playing China PR uh, mm-hmm. this this last week. However, we are going to be having more friendlies coming up before we even have the World Cup qualifiers. So we're going to have the Tournament of Nations this summer. We're going to have. Uh, Different friendlies with Chile at the end of August, beginning of September. And then we're going to actually have our World Cup qualifiers in October. So there's a lot of things that are going to be happening. You need to tune in to the U.S. women's national team. These ladies are crazy good. And most of them play inside the the NWSL. Yeah. So here's my thing. You're talking about international star quality players that are right here all the time. Yep. All the time. So Carly Lloyd plays for Sky Blue. She is obviously a big name on the U.S. Women's National Team game. She will be there this Saturday, Orlando City Stadium. Don't miss out. And if you guys haven't gotten your tickets yet, we have a promo code, QueensCast, and you guys can get an even bigger discount on tickets.
2: Man, I already got my tickets. I wish I would have known that already.
0: You know, so, Justina Pratt, thank you so much for coming on the fourth quarter. As usual, you bring the same passion from Queencast right to the fourth quarter. We appreciate that. Can you stick around?
1: Absolutely. All right,
0: we're going to have more uh, what the heat is on coming up next here. You're listening to it right here on 102.5 FM, WFLA News Radio. The heat.